0: Welcome again to F This Movie, the official podcast of fthismovie.com, movie love for movie lovers. My name is Patrick Bromley, and I'm super excited for this week's show. It's our first post scary movie month show of 2021, and we are getting back into the Bond series that we've been racing through for the last (laughs) eight years. Uh, We are talking about the most recent James Bond entry, No Time to Die. Which means I'm joined for this very special James Bond episode by my James Bond podcasting homie Mike Pomero. Hey Mike. Hey everybody. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I am excited to talk about this movie with you.
1: Yes. We both we know what the other person thinks about it, correct? Uh, I know I know yeah. what you th- yeah, okay. Yeah, I think so. Yep. You know what I think. I know what you think.
0: Yep. In okay. terms of we both liked it. Yes. To to bury to not bury the lead. We <laughs> right. both liked it. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk spoiler free on the, on the, on no time to die for like a couple of minutes before getting into spoilers. Cause I don't think we can really talk about it without spoiling. Agreed. Yeah. Um, but first Mike, I have to ask you, have you seen anything
1: good lately? I have. I, let's see, since last time we spoke, uh, I went and saw, uh, you know what? Forget that. Have you seen Deja Vu, the Tony Scott movie? Yeah, I love Deja Vu. Right? Yeah. Okay, because I just watched that for the first time in a long time, and just sort of marvelled at how r- ridiculous um, it is. But how how he and that cast is able to like ground it and yeah. pull it off yeah. in such a way that was just remarkable. I'm in the, I'm on this tony scott kick that that's a good kick yeah it's a very good kick uh (laughs) it started over the summer so it's slow going much like our bond podcast (laughs) podcast but uh i i'm nearing the end are you Um, going in order no which is very unlike me but i have um gone a little all over the place but deja vu was the last one i watched and again first one i watched or it's first time i had seen it in a long long time it was just um yeah pretty blown away by how much fun that is
0: i don't remember the exact marketing for it um oh neither but i feel like when i went to see it i didn't know that it was a time travel movie oh i i know i did not when okay I saw it. so that was like a fun surprise yep. a because i love time travel movies and b because it's so rare to be surprised when you go see a movie and you're like wait that's what mm-hmm. this is that very, very rarely happens, so that was very exciting, I remember, and I'm, I'm a big, big fan of that movie.
1: Do you have a favorite? I do not have an answer for myself, but do you have a favorite time travel movie? Back to the Future. Oh, that's a dumb question. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I mean, I like a lot of time travel movies, but I, mean, okay. I, guess, no, yeah, I that, guess that would be my answer. answer. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. right. Um, what yeah. are some good ones, though, like off the top of your head? Uh like underappreciated time travel movies. That's what I want to hear.
1: What is the, the, oh God, the nacho.
0: Oh, I've never seen it. Time crimes.
1: Thank you. Time crimes. Time I've crimes never is, seen it. yeah, that movie rules. Okay. Um, I really like that
0: one. I've never seen that. And I've never seen primer. I was going to say primers real. I mix the two up in my head all yeah, the time. And i have never real seen good. either one. Those are the first two that popped in my head. Shane Carruth got kind of canceled though, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. It's a pretty awful story. Yeah. Um, so, so I shouldn't see primers. Yeah, exactly. go with Time Crimes. Okay, is, Time Crimes. <laughs> is awesome. All right. In fact, I think it's Not on sure. um, Amazon Prime, if, oh, I, if nice. I'm correct. Okay. But it's really good. What uh, was the
0: shitty movie that I was just excited to find out was on Amazon Prime? Oh, it was uh, Caught Up with Bokeem Woodbine. Oh, yeah. Okay. I've never seen it. No. But I wanted I to see it because last night I was watching, Erica and I were watching a movie called Edmund. Did you ever see it? Stuart Gordon. No. It's like a drama that Stuart Gordon made that David Mamet directed. Right.
1: That's right. No, I've not seen it. But Keem Woodbine shows
0: up for like the last 20 minutes. And I was like, he is a really interesting actor. I really like him. And what was the name of that movie he did that like turns out to be some crazy voodoo movie? And I remembered it was caught up. So I looked on Prime and I'm like, it's on here. How can I not watch this? (laughs) That's great. Yeah.
1: Uh, What else did I see? I am. Okay. You're really. I'm being serious. Stop me because I feel like. Thank you.
0: You know what? Thank you for being serious. You know what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, <laughs> Finally, someone right. comes on this show and is serious.
1: Right? I'm sick of all the shenanigans on this yeah. show. No more. <laughs> enough is enough.
0: No more Ballyhoo.
1: <laughs> um, but I, I, on the way over here, I was like, I feel like I've had this exact conversation with you on this podcast, but it keeps coming up. I, for whatever reason, Fulci is never too far from my mind. I like, like this. I, I always have this weird desire to watch his movies, but it's always the same ones. Okay. I feel like I watch the same ones over and over again. Okay. Like the beyond and okay. uh house by the cemetery. Those are city of the living dead. Those are the three best ones. But, but so I've seen them a number of times yeah, and I can never keep them straight. Oh, and okay. I don't know if it's because I tend to like watch one after the other, after the other. So, or I'm just a dummy. It's probably both. Um, so I went through all of October without watching any of his movies. Good so uh, right, so the first step is admitting you have a problem. <laughs> right, so October ended, and I finally got a little burnt out from all the Universal Monster movies. Yeah. So decided I'm going to watch House by the Cemetery. That movie rules, by the way. Yeah, it does. Um, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to give myself a couple days then before I dive into another one, and then I watch City of the Living Dead. Which also rules. But I think I yep. would always put City of the Living Dead ahead of House by the Cemetery. And I might that's flip I I might flip flop it now.
0: And I would I, put the Beyond ahead of the both
1: of them. Right. The Beyond is is my favorite of the three. But yep. again, they always it's I remember Tarantino was on a pure cinema talking about Bullet and he said you know, at the time he'd seen Bullet like three or four times. Um he's like, But if you ask me to tell you what it's about, I have no idea. Yeah. Like yeah, I, 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 I couldn't tell you. And, movies, I, yeah. and I feel like that's Fulci and then I'm watching the I'm, I'm watching them, and I'm like, why? Like on paper, if you came to me, I was like, hey, I have movies by this guy. You do you like Eye Trauma? I'm like, no, no, I do not. Well, how about bugs? And I'm like, no, I don't. I really don't like bugs. Like, how about a baby carcass with maggots on? I'm like, no, I don't want to watch that right, movie ever. Right, so right. why do I keep? I don't. I don't know what it's so John Hughes movie. <laughs> right. Right. Why did why do Weird I keep, science had some fucked up shit? In yeah, for sure. <laughs> why do I keep going back? Yeah, I like I'm I'm just trying to pinpoint what. And obviously, you don't have the oh, answer. Yeah, and I don't no, either. I don't
0: have it. But at like, all.
1: what is that poll? And like, I watched Tenebrae the other day in that movie. Fucking rules. Yeah, but I'm like, why 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 does Why don't why haven't I seen Tenebrae as much as I've seen?
0: Well, Tenebrae doesn't put you into, like, that sort of hypnotic dream state the way that Fulci movies do. I don't know.
1: Another thing that on paper I'd be like, no, I don't don't know that I'm interested in that.
0: (laughs) But I get why you want to keep going back to it because there is something literally hypnotic about – not literally hypnotic, but, like, that is hypnotic about his movies that is not about Tenebrae. And Tenebrae is amazing. Tenebrae is way more technically accomplished, I think, than a lot of his movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they don't have it. Doesn't have that
1: thing that keeps pulling you back to Fulci. And maybe I'll just—I'll never. You know, it's—it's it's okay that I don't know what th- that thing is. But there's definitely a thing with he and his movies. And again, it's the same ones. I, I need to—I need to branch out a little bit. Um, Are there any that you haven't seen? Oh, there's probably a million. I oh, haven't for real? Seen. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I did pretty recently, like not that long ago, got into a. a Spaghetti Western Kick. Okay. And well, off the top of my head, I can't remember the name of I was just one
0: watching of. Massacre Time Today, his, well, one of his. Yeah, no, that that was the one. Silver Saddle, I think, is the other one, and Four of the Apocalypse. Four of the Apocalypse, is right. the best of the three, I think.
1: Right. Uh, it was yeah. Massacre Time. Okay. That I watched recently. But, yeah. like, I've never seen Devil's Honey. Devil's I mean, Honey Rule. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's
0: probably a okay. list I, okay. I haven't seen. We could go through his IMDb if you want. Do we... Just start and watching just, them right now. Well, I mean, when we're done talking okay. about no time to die, okay. we okay. have no
1: time to watch full sheep right True. now. All right. So yeah, uh, th- again, I feel like I've talked about that on the podcast before, but it's just this weird thing that like he keeps pulling me back in. I like it, but I'm yeah. So I'm trying to space him out a little more, okay? Because I get frustrated that I don't, <laughs> that I can't keep. <laughs> but like I'm watching House by the Cemetery, and like the opening scene pops up. I'm like, yeah, I don't like, I can't. I, I don't necessarily remember this, and then Bob shows up, and I was like, "Oh, this is the one with Bob." Yeah, I got yeah. it. I got it. I got it. I used to
0: conflate the uh, the two movies quite a bit because I would always remember. Oh shit! What's his name, Giovanni? No, what's his name, Bob? <laughs> I just know him as Bob. I don't know his oh, name. Oh, sorry, bitch. Um, I'll look him up. Yeah, thank you. That's very upsetting. Anyway, I always remembered him as the kid running towards the camera, and then the people go, no. So, and, and then the, it, That's it literally what I did and, watching
1: this. Yeah. I, I thought the same. I was like, oh, okay, he's going to be. Right. And then that ending didn't happen. That ending that, again, I'm a dummy, no idea what
0: no that idea. ending no means. No idea. And I don't know that Fulci knows what that ending means, because again, <laughs> he maybe had something in mind that uh, Giovanni Frezza. There you go. Um, he maybe had something in mind that he just didn't have the footage for, so he's just like, I right. don't care that this kid is smiling and pleasant, <laughs> let's have the parents recoil in horror. Not his parents, but uh, yeah, the adults right. recoil in horror as he runs towards it's so them. So, straight, yeah, it doesn't make a ton of sense.
1: Um, yeah, so
0: not surprisingly, right? Uh,
1: so Fulci rules, yeah, um, I like it. I will, well, the, the big one I'll wait because I assume you're going to talk about, um. Last night in Soho,
0: I can. We can. Oh, we don't
1: have to. I. It's I totally you. up to you. Uh, yeah. Okay, then I will. I, I thought you would tackle. It. We saw last night in Soho. We did. Um, and I really loved Last Night in Soho. I we saw it with Adam Risky. You know, I remember the movie ended, and Adam asked me what I thought, and I said I really liked it, but I didn't know. Uh. I I've, I've, it's one of those movies I was like I just feel like I need to sit with it. Sure. Um for a minute, but I thought about it pretty non-stop. Um last night Christy and I went and saw it again and I was like no this movie fucking rules. I yeah. love it so so much. Yeah, I'm with you. Um Yeah, just just a movie that has stuck with me continues to stick with yep. me like I just want to listen to the music and yep. Um Seeing it a second time was, you know, like a lot of Edgar Wright movies, they really reward multiple viewings. Right. Um, yeah, th- this one's no exception. Just noticing when when you know what happens the first time around watching it a second time, uh, just noticing details that you know, I didn't the first time uh, is a lot of fun. And that movie, uh, yeah, again, just really stuck with me. And I liked it quite a bit because I get, you know, I got my hopes up. Um, that I would love it. I love Edgar Wright, and the you know trailers were fun, and I knew his inspirations uh, going into it. So I had pretty high hopes and lived up to it for me.
0: I did too. It was probably the movie I was most looking forward to this year. Um,
1: and now that I've seen it, that
0: position has been supplanted by Licorice Pizza. But, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but this was the movie I was most looking forward to, and I'm with you. It didn't disappoint me. Um, I am, I'm been very curious and surprised a little bit to see the lukewarm to straight out negative reaction from most of what I've seen online. I find it so odd that you and me and Adam Risky and a couple other people, Erica, a couple other people that I've talked to really responded to it. But most people are saying, no, it's flat. It's bad.
1: Yeah, that is surprising. Um, but you know, I'm happy it worked for us.
0: Yeah, me too. I can't even call it polarizing because I haven't seen much passionate well, defense of yeah, it. Yeah, I love that. Right. <laughs> it's literally just our little circle. We're right. like, no, we like it. <laughs> um, and I just, I wonder if then if that is, again, just a function of like we're all friends and on this podcast and on this website together because we share some sensibilities. Yeah, that's probably So we're going to respond to art in a similar way, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it is weird that we all responded to it so favorably and most people are not.
1: Yeah, that's very strange. Yeah. I didn't really, I guess my, my, I don't know that I saw a lot of negative reactions as opposed to just kind of no reaction. I feel like I haven't seen a lot. Yeah, I period, haven't seen a ton,
0: it. but the ones that I have seen either say like, beginning's good, ending falls flat. Yeah, I've seen that a lot. Actually. Or just, this is a straight up bad movie. Yeah, that I don't. I read a whole article the other day that I couldn't have disagreed with more that was just throwing out words like racist and I'm just like, well, I don't... I didn't get that from it, no. but okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't... I had a different reading, but uh, okay. Um, uh, I liked
1: it. Yeah, me too. Um, if I could just end with this. Yes. You were kind enough, invited my family and I over to your house for Scary Movie Night. And yes. one of the movies we watched was Psycho Gorman. Yes. And the one person, so, you know, it brought Evie Mia, my two kids, my wife, Christy. And the one person who I thought was not going to like it, if anyone was not going to like it, yeah. was Christy. Okay. But just because I thought, like, you know, I know her taste a little bit. And I was like. It didn't have a Marvel logo. At the it beginning. didn't have a Marvel logo.
0: Um, Chris Hemsworth,
1: nowhere to be found. No. Not, not when she was looking, she always does. Uh, she loved it, really. Yes, okay. She, I mean, uh, just about every day since then, when she leaves our house, I just hear bye. Um, same with Rosie, by the way. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) Rosie has been doing bye every day. That's amazing. (laughs) Um, yeah, so I was, I was, (laughs) yeah, that's what me and the, the kids do. Um, yeah, like Christy didn't grow up I, I and maybe I'm not giving didn't give Psycho Gorman enough credit, but I, you know, going into watching it the other night, I thought, well, one of the things I respond to is I grew up with those kind kinds of movies. Right. Um which Christy did not at all. <laughs> it was never on a radar, and I feel like the few times maybe I've shown her some stuff along those lines, she's just like, Yeah, that's not for me. So I thought um wasn't sure she would respond to it. But yeah, she right. really loved it. So oh, I wanted awesome. you to know that. Yeah! Yay! That good was job! A big hit in our house.
0: Good job, me. Yep. And you had seen all the other stuff, right? You didn't stay for the yeah, stylist. Except the one I wanted. And, and yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. that's okay. Yeah. Um. All right. Is that it? Yeah, I'll stop there. Uh, okay. No, you're fine. Uh, what should I talk about? I watched a Netflix Western called "The Harder They Fall" that just came yeah, out. I want to see that. It's good. It's super worth watching. Um. It is overly long. It's two hours and 20 minutes like most movies are nowadays. But the cast is amazing. It's really well directed. It's probably all style and very little substance. But like that's okay. So are a lot of old spaghetti westerns. And I'm not looking for a lot of thematic content when I watch one of these movies. And the style is really good. Um, For the first like 30 to 40 minutes, I was like, oh, this is one of my favorite movies of the year. And I would say it's Probably not. I would have to revisit it, and I don't know if I can at two hours and 20 minutes. I don't have a lot of time to keep re-watching right. movies that are that long. Um, but it, I totally recommend it, especially to you, I right. know, because you're a Western fan. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, just for the cast, it's worth watching.
1: Okay. Great.
0: Um, you know what we never talked about? Because it was Scary Movie Month, and I'm guessing you watched this? But on HBO Max during October, they were showing The Many Saints of Newark. So, no, you didn't watch it no, because it was scary movie because
1: month? no, I don't even want to use that as an excuse I mean that was maybe part of that's maybe what I told myself, but uh,
0: if it was going to stay on h b o max longer than october thirty first I wouldn't have watched it, yeah. but I knew it was disappearing on November first, which i
1: didn't realize okay, because now, yes i do I do want to see it, and I love the sopranos uh did not get to it right away, and it saw a lot of lukewarm. Reactions, and yeah. it just—I uh, uh, said I can hold off.
0: Yeah, you definitely can. I won't talk much about it. Rob wrote a review. He was probably even a bigger fan of it than I was because he said it's a pretty good mob movie, kind of a bad Sopranos movie, and I would argue it's bad at both. Yeah, uh, I was not a fan. That's too bad. There's some things that work. Uh, there's a couple of good performances. A lot of just dumb Sopranos fan fictiony kind of shit that just prequels are just a kind of a bad idea. In most cases, yeah. I recognize there are always going to be those prequels that you can point to like the Phantom Menace and say, no, they work. <laughs> um, but in most cases they're just dumb and full of little, like, see, this is where this comes from. And there's this character you recognize, but here he's younger. <laughs> right. Look at There's Junior Soprano. There's there's a big pussy and Sal and like okay, I get it. This is waste
1: management. <laughs> uh, you do it much better again. Than I. Wow, this is killing your nephew. <laughs> Spoilers for the Sopranos, everybody. It's an old show. <laughs> uh, but no, we have not watched it yet. But I I don't stop believing, well. guys. <laughs> Did you read that interview this week? No, with David Chase, where he like spells out what happens oh, at the end. No, I saw that that was the thing, and I don't. I didn't read it. I didn't want to. Good for you.
0: Did you? Did I you avoided read... it for a while, and then I was like, "Well, let's see. Does he even actually answer to, answer the question, or is this some clickbaity headline bullshit? It's kind of some clickbaity headline bullshit, but he answers it way more than I would have wanted. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Okay. I don't need that answer. All right. All right. Good. Uh, what else? Uh, many saints of Newark. Uh, er, e, uh, I'm looking at my thing. Oh, I, I, I watched The Protege, the latest. There's a Bond connection. Oh, it's yeah, the latest from Martin Campbell, starring Maggie Q and Samuel L. Jackson and Michael Keaton. Um, I kind of wanted to see it when it was out in theaters, but like. There's no way I was actually going to make that effort to go see The Protégé (laughs) in theaters. Uh, So I didn't um, and instead uh, waited for Redbox, the way that movie is meant to be seen. (laughs) It just feels like a Redbox. I mean, it it practically was made for a Redbox. Let's be honest with ourselves here. Uh, Just the presence of Samuel L. Jackson in it alone (laughs) means that it was destined for a Redbox. The only thing it's missing is Bruce Willis. Um, in
1: switchgrass. Uh,
0: <laughs> what time is it in the switchgrass? Do you know?
1: I can't remember. Oh, God. Now I'm blinking. It's midnight. On that. Midnight, man, in, the, man, in, the, midnight in the
0: switchgrass. Sweet. Come on. God. Let's see, <laughs> I can't set you up for guys, these things if no. you're not going to deliver. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> no Rob, guys. Um, midnight. The Protege is like. It's, By the way,
1: I remembered Switchgrass. Yeah, you should. Sure I want to point that
0: out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, go ahead.
0: Um, the Protege is like pr- pretty decent. Like, I want to say it's fine, but it's probably a little better than it's fine. Maggie Q, you know, is somebody that I wish maybe had a bigger career in action movies. She's very watchable. I never watched. Nikita, but I remember her being the best thing about Live Free or Die Hard. and mm-hmm. I liked her in the third Mission Impossible movie. And like she's a compelling screen presence. So I like her. Michael Keaton's doing some weird stuff. That's always fun, like to watch Michael Keaton be a weirdo. And their dynamic is interesting and unusual for an action movie. like it's a it's a standard red box action movie except for the weird places where it like colors outside the lines, and that's what makes it interesting, okay. But then there's other stuff, like there's a twist that pays off in no way and is undone 10 minutes later. Yeah. It's very strange, and I can tell you off mic what it is if you want to know, but Not it's sure. it's a very weird choice. Um, but again, I, I if you're a fan of these kinds of movies, I recommend it, especially as a Redbox rental. Okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, I like Martin Campbell. I like...
0: Yeah, and he's a good director and he yeah. shoots action well, you know. Uh this is not Goldeneye. Sure. Let's let's Sure, sure. This is not Casino Royale. Mm-hmm. Let's But also not Green Lantern. But it's also not Green Lantern. Okay. It's somewhere in between. Okay. Somewhere Better than Beyond Borders, not as good as Mask of Zorro, I guess, (laughs) is maybe where I'm at. I haven't seen Legend of Zorro, so I can't compare it to Legend of Zorro. No, I've not either. I checked out on that because I was like, oh, precocious kid? No, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is sword fighting. (laughs) Uh, The last movie I will talk about is The Beta Test.
1: Oh, I want to see the beta test.
0: The I new would... movie from Jim Cummings. Yeah. Um yeah, totally worth seeing. Oddball movie, but Jim Cummings is really an interesting actor. He is. I he's like him. Very a lot. tightly wound. You know, he's doing a, a similar thing to what he did in if you don't know who Jim Cummings is, he did The Wolf of Snow Hollow, which is a really interesting indie mm-hmm. sort of horror movie. Uh where he was playing a very tightly wound character. He's perhaps even more tightly wound in the beta test. Um, there are developments in the beta test that I maybe would reward a second viewing because there's things that happened where Erica and I had to turn to each other and be like, wait, so is does this mean this? And both of us just kind of threw up our hands and said, I don't know. The movie's over. The credits are rolling. <laughs> let's watch something else. <laughs> um but definitely worth seeing. I've seen a lot of people talk about it in the in the context of it being like a subversive erotic thriller or like does for the erotic thriller what Wolf of Snow Hollow did for horror movies. And I kind of don't agree with that characterization because I don't think erotic thriller is what the movie has on its mind. Okay um just there is some sex stuff but i don't think that alone makes it an erotic thriller um well you had me at sex stuff yeah listen they would the original title for the movie sex stuff
1: sex stuff in the switchgrass
0: (laughs) a better title for that movie (laughs) holy shit i couldn't have rented that fast (laughs) enough bruce willis and megan fox in sex stuff in the switchgrass are you kidding I want to see a like, totally uninterested sex scene with Bruce Willis. <laughs> but he gets paid a million dollars a day <laughs> to have bored sex in the switchgrass. <laughs> and what's his name's in it too machine gun kelly is in the movie so i don't know if that's where they met or if he's in the movie because they were dating i think that's where they met thank you and for i hate myself for, thank you. for
1: knowing that but i'm pretty sure that's where they met
0: well then something good came out of that movie yep there you go not just the recurring joke on f this movie <laughs> about midnight in the switchgrass but also their their love beautiful love um let's talk about no time to die baby uh just some brief thoughts while we're spoiler free and then we'll get into spoilers and talk a little bit more
1: in depth okay uh my brief thoughts are i really 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 like no time to die okay um i think it's a very uh fitting ending to my favorite bonds run as james bond um at 2 hours and 45 minutes uh i it didn't feel necessarily long to me um i thought it was fun i thought everyone involved was having fun and i just uh felt like a great bounce back from specter and a hmm. nice a nice sort of bow on this you know inconsistent but overall very enjoyable run uh, that Daniel Craig won on. Okay. I really like it.
0: I like it too. I might like it a little bit less than you, just based on you You use several reallys. <laughs> but I don't have complaints. I'm not good at this, guy No, no, no. I, here's the thing. I don't really have complaints about it. Um, I also really liked it. And I would probably... Here's the thing, though. As much as I liked it, I'd still probably place it third in the Craig run.
1: So I would, as well... Um, and I want. Did you rewatch any before? No, and I wanted to ask you if you rewatched Spectre. So because I because I feel
0: like because I feel like this movie might make Spectre better.
1: So I, but I didn't rewatch Spectre since watching No Time to Die.
0: You watched before.
1: I did. Christy so and I no, had these. You have to watch it since. I y- think. Y- you are correct. But Christy and I had these grand plans that we were going to rewatch the Craig Bonds before um, we saw No Time to Die, and it's just the way our our everyone's busy i'm not trying to single us out but like it's just sometimes we're two ships passing in the night so it's very hard we were able to get casino royale in okay and then not bad. yeah, we're off to a good start yeah and then That's martin campbell martin, martin campbell directed the prototype. exactly you know exactly um and then and uh uh, sex stuff in the switch, sex stuff in the switch. And then we got- I already
0: forgot the name of the Angelina Jolie beyond borders. Yes, I couldn't yes, think yes. of the name. I was so proud of myself. I reviewed, that was one of my early DVD verdict reviews. Okay. And I wrote this plot summary. That's actually pretty funny, but like way too in love with how clever it is. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Um, I remember like laying awake at night, thinking of lines <laughs> to add to the plot summary. That's me
1: with seven word reviews. <laughs> so, um,
0: <laughs> That exists
1: somewhere on the internet, but I don't know where. <laughs> so, yeah, but just time kept slipping away, and the 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 premiere date was coming up, and then we're just like, "Fuck, we have time for one." And I was like, "God damn it, it should be Spectre because that's." Yeah, yeah. So we rewatched Spectre, and okay. I will say, I still don't like Spectre very much, but no. it was way better. Really, maybe not way better. Okay, it was really better. <laughs> um, it was. Better than I remembered, and maybe just because I was in a. I was pretty fucking excited for No Time to Die. Yeah. Um, again, still not great. But like the first, maybe third of Spectre, I was like, I don't know, maybe I was wrong about Spectre. What like, is,
0: I mean, the first third has that long tracking shot. That's yeah. good. It's so,
1: it's so cool. And stuff with, but then it's got the bad helicopter stuff. Yeah. That's not great. Yeah. And then I'm, what? I'm I haven't I'm seen like, it since opening night. I don't know, by the Monica, Bellu- Monica Bellucci was in it way too little. I don't remember her being in that movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I remember people being like, all right, finally an age-appropriate oh, right. Bond girl. Yeah, I kind of remember that. Um, that yeah, tell. it's just, but I mean, yeah, the whole, uh, you know, Blofeld's his brother, like that shit. Never <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work. I'm not saying it's great, but whatever. I liked it better. Um, but yeah, my point is- that Blofeld's I not really his brother, right? wait. Is Blo- Blofeld's not really his blood brother? Well, right? no, no. Right, right. not. But they were like because raised. They were like kids together. Right.
0: Because what's her name is Blofeld's daughter, right?
1: Or is she not? No, she's Mr. White's daughter. <laughs> oh, that's right. Who's Mr. White? <laughs> Mr. White is a guy. <laughs> we see him. I mean, he pops up throughout Craig's run. He's the one at the end of Casino Royale. Who... The guy who drinks the motor oil? No, no, no. no that no, because that's <laughs> that's Connorsalis. <laughs> he he's the one at the annex royale who is like Bond shoots him in the leg and he says like Who are you?" and he says Bond, James Bond, and then he goes to the credits. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I remember the scene. Yeah, okay. And he's but anyway,
0: it's, it's Spectre's still not very good. But Le- my Sadu, I couldn't think of her name. Thank you. My point is, I was just trying to figure out if point. Bond was fucking his niece, and I was like, "No, that no. can't be right. They're not blood related." No,
1: but anybody who knows me knows I like uh, no, incest be, porn. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Game of Thrones. guys. <laughs> Took me how long have we been on? Took me a while to get there to Took Game of Thrones reference. So anyway, what my point is, <laughs> we did not see. I really wanted to rewatch Skyfall. I'm assuming it's still my second favorite, okay, behind Casino Royale. Okay and that this it would make this,
0: this So I would flip those. Skyfall is my favorite, Casino Royale would be my second. Okay. This would be my third, but again, they're all pretty close together, I think. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I I I don't the, the 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 differences are minor. It comes down to things like theme song, it comes down to things like villain. I don't think Rami Malek is a particularly great or interesting villain in this. No. I will say this. Maybe this is unfair. I thought
1: it was weird that he chose to lip sync all of his lines. <laughs> right. I it, it was very unfair that going into this, I was pretty convinced my Rami Malik allergy was going to be flaring up. Because I thought, oh, God. He's going to be playing a guy with an accent, a Bond villain. Right. And I thought he was fine. Honestly, I'm not saying. Yeah, he he's was, fine. Yeah. Which to me was a total plus because i are again going into it and again it's not fair but i thought um i was really dreading what what that was going to be but i thought yeah and i mean it's not super compelling but he's fine to be honest he's not in the movie that much he's not
0: um which i guess we should get into spoilers because i don't want to say more you know um but that's a part of the it's like part of the problem, but also part of the solution, because it's like he's not a great villain. He's fine. If you don't like him, that's OK. He's not in the movie that much, but he's not in the movie that much. So you can't give he doesn't really have the opportunity to be a great villain. Yeah, that's true. He's good enough. Yeah. Yeah, I guess <laughs> he's fine. He's fine. Um, all right. So let's get into spoilers for No Time to Die. If you have not seen the movie yet, please, please, please. Go see it uh, or wait until it's streaming, but don't listen to the rest of this show. Uh, As of
1: yesterday, um, Tuesday, it is available to rent.
0: Oh, for real? Yeah. Well, then why did I bust my ass to go see it? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Are Are all movies going to do this?
1: It's what it looks like.
0: I keep waiting for The Last Duel to show up to rent because I I really want to see The Last Duel and it hasn't shown
1: up yet. I th- this I believe is pretty. Uh, I don't th- think this has been um, uh, made official for very long. Oh, okay. I honestly think it was like the end of. Wow, the, this past is week. it
0: because it's not performing as well as they wanted
1: it Maybe. to. Maybe. Because I know I read something like it needs to hit $800 million to break even, and I don't think it's there.
0: Good lord, no. Uh, Wikipedia right now has it at $667.5 million box office. <laughs> and that's a disappointment. It's just shy of $700 million and guys, that's not going to cut it. That's insane. What fucking world yeah. are we living in right now? This is why movies are the worst, because <laughs> they have to make a billion dollars or they're failures. Yep. Fuck everything. That's wild. But yes, on Tuesday... All right, well, good. You guys can rent No Time to Die and then listen to the rest of this podcast. But don't listen to the rest of this podcast until you see No Time to Die. You owe it to yourselves. Spoilers now. I appreciate the fact that this movie comes up with some... takes some big chances with the character of James Bond. Gives him a kid. Presents us with another 007. uh, And then, of course... Kills him, <laughs> <laughs> which is perhaps the
1: biggest chance that it takes. How do you where are you at on that? On him dying, yeah. I'll tell you where I'm we at. We haven't talked about this, we have not. I feel like I know where you come down, <laughs> I'm sure you do. Um, I'm nothing if not predictable. I, did you know going in?
0: No, okay, I, I did not either. I and listen I f- at the beginning. He says, we have all the time in the world. And then they start playing the music from On Her Majesty's Secret Service. And I'm like, well, one of these two people isn't making out of this alive. <laughs> right. And I didn't know it was going to be him. <laughs> I thought, you know, maybe <laughs> Leah Sadu is going to die. Uh, yeah, just so. And they play Louis Armstrong over the
1: credits. <laughs> oh man, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. He was... <laughs> the time. And dipper dipper
2: Skipper dipper dipper
1: dipper All right, sorry. No, please <laughs> continue. Um had I known going into it that he was gonna die, my guess is I would have been annoyed and bummed out. But I did not know and I thought Okay, I've seen this twice. No. Oh, okay. And I thought even the second time around, I was even more kind of emotional. I think it absolutely works um, i It makes sense to me that it okay to 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 wrap up Daniel Craig's run. No, he does not need to die. You did not need to kill him, no. but after twenty five James Bond movies, I'm fine with you. With 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 you giving me something I haven't seen before, even if that is James Bond dying, this is the one, one franchise that it... I don't want to say it doesn't matter, but it doesn't matter in that there's no... No one's going to be annoyed that there's going to be a 26th Bond movie. Right. Because right. It, it, you can get away with it, um, with this run, with this franchise. It made sense to me. I feel like this... You know, I of course I want James Bond to find happiness and go off into the sun sunset, but in a way like it doesn't, it doesn't feel like he was ever headed. He was ever headed that way. No, I don't know that he ever.
2: We have all <laughs> the time in the world.
1: He's he's a character that will forever be looking over his shoulders, um, like Tony Soprano, like Tony Soprano, and.
0: Shaking, not stirred, guy. I,
1: I just, I just. Um,
0: we have all the time in the world.
1: Blam, <laughs> blam. Uh, I love, I love his exchange with Madeline at the end. Really works, totally works for me. I, I love this stuff where, like, she won't. You know, he knows it's his kid, but she doesn't confirm it, and the way she confirms it is not. She doesn't say James. By the way, this is your child. Right. She says she has your eyes. Right. And that performance, that beat by Daniel Craig is so great because he gives a little smile, which for Daniel Craig for his Bond is a lot, and he lets out like a sigh, like almost like a not a sigh of relief because he knew, but just like it was just like what he needed to hear in that mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. Um So he smiles and gives out that little sigh, and he says, I know, and I was like you know, then he repeats it one more time before he dies and I could like cry right now <laughs> thinking about it. Um, I just thought it was earned and I thought it was. I thought it was really great. I really, really liked it. Okay. And I, I keep saying really. That was so conscious No, stop. It. It's fine. Um, and I very much liked the, <laughs> you know, the little f- uh, funeral that they had. Right. But, it was yeah. so good. Um, I I understand like you you want to give us a moment where we see Madeline and the daughter one more time, but damn, I like this twice now. Watch watching, I was like, oh, I wish they would have like clinked the get glass and gone straight to black. Sure, whatever, that's fine. I'm quibbling. Um, yeah, let's hear I I I liked it. I thought it was it was appropriate. Um, and a a, a fine ending to
0: Daniel's run I continue to wrestle with it I agree with everything you just said I thought it was done really well I thought it was emotional I thought it was believable it's realistic to the character and you know one of these times he's not going to make it out and that we I can buy that um, I liked the MI6 toast so good. Um, I even you know I didn't mind Madeline with the daughter and oh I didn't mind it let me tell you a story about you know Um, this is where I wrestle with it because James Bond is, is, is maybe the only franchise that is for me at least inhibited by, I want what I want out of it. And what I want out of it is I want the things that I recognize. I want the beats. I want the familiarity. And then I also want to be able to define the movies by how they differ from those things. So here's one that takes big swings and differs from other movies in a big, big way. But part of me is like, no, no, no. James Bond gets away because that's what James Bond always does. So for you to kill him uh is always going to color the craig run for me in a way that I'm not going to like. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah.
1: I I it weirdly it but it makes to me, it makes sense. If you're going if you're going to kill a bond, this is the one to do it. Like you know, had they killed Roger Moore or, <laughs> or by the way, he Roger just, Moore would he have just, just died of natural causes. Yeah, he just would have died taking a shit. <laughs> oh my (laughs) um like that would have been weird but but this but his run uh he just you know you know these movies they're ridiculous and over the top of course but they also dip their toes and you know they try to ground these movies a little bit right so him always been darker yeah so him not making it out makes sense to me for this for for this run of bond films um yeah, and I just yeah, I I I liked it quite a bit. I'm
0: wrestling with it. It doesn't make me mad. It's not a deal breaker, but there's something about it that I still <clears throat> don't personally like. Yeah, I understand. Again, that's there's there's a big difference between saying they shouldn't have done that. It ruins the movie. It ruins the character, which I to people's credit, I haven't heard anybody say that.
1: No, in fact, Adam Risky pointed it out to me. It has not been spoiled. Well, yeah, no. crazy. Right. For a movie that's now a month old. Right. Adam Risky pointed out to me, like, he thought it was fascinating that the internet has been melting down over Halloween kills, people going back and forth and back and forth on that movie, but there's, like, no mention of James Bond just died, guys, and, like... Yeah, n- I think that just is,
0: depends who you follow on Twitter. Yeah,
1: wait, and, th- and that might be it. If, if you follow would. a lot of
0: horror people, Hall- Halloween kills is what they're gonna talk about. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, there is supposedly a James Bond
1: Twitter. There is, which I've actually uh I'm not a part of okay. at all, but I am uh aware that there is a James Bond Twitter. So okay. you're right. Maybe maybe if
0: I were On James Bond Twitter, maybe they're melting down. That I could have be. no idea. That could be. Um Yeah, I just feel like I know Daniel Craig didn't want to do it anymore, but do we have to kill him?
1: No. But I, to to piggyback off that a little bit though, and again another reason I think I mentioned it before why I really liked this movie was Spectre. Spectre did feel like, and maybe maybe I'm um, clouded a little bit because of the press post Spectre where Daniel Craig was fucking done. It was a miserable yeah. time, yeah. and I think his quote was like, "I'd rather chew broken glass and do another Bond movie." Like he was just and watching Spectre this time, I was getting. L- a little bit of like the Sean Connery toward the end vibes where oh, I just, okay. I I don't know like how much, again, maybe I'm, I'm coloring it that way. Um I, I he, he, to me, maybe felt a little miserable inspector Where this one, this movie, Daniel Craig seems to be fucking having fun as much as Daniel Craig can maybe have fun or as much right. as James Bond could have fun. This seemed like, this just seemed like a movie where everyone was on the same page trying to give a great fucking yeah. movie yeah um and and yeah so it, that that was another thing i very much responded to and 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 loved about it. it It again it just it felt like this nice just a nice ending where everyone just seemed to be sort of at peace where the story went and sure his arc went and, i don't know it's
0: cool that you can pull the Daniel Craig movies off the shelf and watch them as their own complete run with a beginning, middle nice. and end because Casino Royale is very much James Bond begins. And the fact that they're still bringing up Vesper Lynn all the way yeah. in this movie. Um, I like that there is a continuity there. That's interesting to me, you know, um, and it has an ending and, and I get that. and And maybe when we get one or two more James Bonds, I'll make a little bit more peace with the fact that they killed him in this one. I get it. Kind of depends where they go from here. Okay. Obviously it's not the end of James Bond. So I'm not like right. worried that like, well they killed him and now it's done. So thanks a lot guys. You took away my character. Um uh, there's uh, that jinx franchise. We promised you. <laughs> oh, hey now. Well, I mean, they're kind of doing jinx in this movie too, which is so funny with the new 007, Yeah. you know? Um,
1: why the callbacks on Her Majesty's Secret Service? Uh, I know it's Cary Fugunaga's favorite Bond film. Okay, so I'm sure that's a man of good taste. Sure, so I'm sure that's part. Sure, that's part of it. You know, that's the Bond love story,
0: right? Um, and is it just meant to be a bit of misdirection? And it, it very much could be. Okay, because yeah. they did that's it at true. the end of Spectre. Right. Yeah. Right. And then they bring it up at, again at the beginning of this movie. Um, and I, I, I didn't actually think because the whole pre-credit sequence essentially wraps up the Sedu uh storyline and he puts her on a train and he says, OK, I'm never going to yeah. see you again. And, and part of me is like, oh, OK, well, I guess that's it for the connective tissue to Spectre. Having seen a trailer for this movie, I'm like, I know she comes back. I know that's not the last we see of her in this movie, but what a shittier movie that would have been if they were just like, all right, and that's that. Moving on <laughs> to the next James Bond adventure. Um, yeah, but between the the way that this movie deepens their relationship and pays off, even if in a small way, the Christoph Waltz stuff, I was like, oh, I wonder if now, having seen this, knowing that like somebody knew, who knew what he was doing made this shit work does that make specter better yeah that's a good question right but i don't want to watch specter to find
1: out (laughs) (laughs) i need to rewatch it i i haven't seen it since opening night but it um yeah i'd be curious what your thoughts what your thoughts are again i liked it more before i saw no time to die so you're right maybe i yeah i wonder if you would like it even more
0: after maybe i don't know I like the way that it deepens the relationship with
1: him and Madeline though, you know? Uh, Oh yeah. And they're great. They're so great. Yeah. And my memory of Spectre also was that I didn't, I mean, there's nothing wrong with, with Madeline, but I didn't warm up to her necessarily the way I did the second time around with Spectre. That was another thing I pulled away from it. Like, no, I was wrong about her. She's actually, she's actually really good. Okay. And then, yeah, like you said, very much deepened in this movie and they're great together here's a question about no time to die i
0: really like the i forget what city they're in you've seen it twice you can tell me but it's essentially the anna de armas sequence
1: yes which by the way they never yes they tell you because felix says you're going to meet her and such and such and i can't oh and they killed felix yeah yeah they killed felix um that i was okay with but but yeah, fine, but my—they've killed Felix before. But what bumps me out about that is I—I f- I do feel like uh, they have. I wish they would have done more with Jeffrey Wright as Felix. Sure, and I, you know, I don't. You know, he's not going to pal around with him on all these adventures. But <laughs> why he's not? Just, he's right, right. He's just so good, and like so that that bums me out. Where are
0: we going out. now, Mister Bond?
1: <laughs> wow, well, it's he weird that he calls him Mister Bond. <laughs> Where are we going now? Look at you, you pulled out the Jeffrey Wright. Yeah.
0: It. it's <laughs> That's pretty
1: spot on. It's,
0: listen, I got a call back from Basquiat. <laughs> I had to turn it down.
1: Um, um But yeah, <laughs> sorry that. And a Diarmos.
0: I enjoy the sequence. It's uh, very yeah. entertaining. Yeah. She's great. But you could easily take it out of the movie. You could. And almost change nothing. You could right? Yes, except
1: that that's where we wipe out Spectre. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, 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 okay. yeah. That's exactly where we wipe wipe out Spectre. Yeah, and yeah, and I think that's, and I also like when I'm talking about James Bond Daniel Craig having feels like he's having fun, yeah. like that scene. And I know I have seen complaints about that that it feels like it's from a different movie, or it's in a different movie. But um, I love. I love that whole sequence. Okay. I think it's a blast. I think it is. It's super fun. But I just was like,
0: this should factor into the movie more than it does. She literally shows up as like a guest star. She does. (laughs) And that's fine because there's always been a series of women in these James Bond movies. And to this movie's credit, uh, none of them are there to just like sleep with him. Right. Or betray him. Or be the number two henchman to Rami Malik. Mm-hmm. Um, we get the other 007. We get Ana de Armas. We get uh, Leah Sadu. Yep. And they all serve a function. Just Ana de Armas serves the least function. She just kind of is like, I'm in this movie too. She did, right. Watch me find a little. I, okay. Have fun on your adventure, James Bond. <laughs> Which See you later, Mr. Bond. Almost Everyone she, calls him Mr. Bond. <laughs> she really does kind of say. like I was okay. going to say, you're like, actually, that is
1: <laughs> her character in a nutshell. I love that the marketing really like led you to believe she's. Like a Bond girl. Yeah. yeah, like a Bond girl. So again, very, very fun sequence. I liked it. Yeah. you You did not?
0: I did. I just wanted it to matter more, I guess. I get it. Especially in a movie that's two hours and forty-five minutes, like if there is anything in your movie in a two-hour, forty-five-minute movie that like can go, part of me is like, then it should go. But, you know, but like you said, Spectre gets wiped out. But Spectre does get wiped out in that sequence.
1: They do, yeah.
0: And we did see, and that's the first time I think we see Carrie Fukunaga really just burning it all to the ground. Huh? <laughs> he did. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so there is four writers credited on this movie. There is Purvis and Wade. Yep. And then there's Carrie Fukunaga and Phoebe Waller Bridge. Yep. I
1: just I'm dying to know like I just, what they contributed. Yeah, me too. Whether right or wrong, every like every time I laughed, I was like, oh that's That's her. Yeah, that's yeah. gonna be her. I, you know. There was a great line that I was sure was hers, and I don't remember the
0: line now, so I need to see the movie again. But it sounded so much like one of her lines. Sure. Um But did Purvis and Wade write a typical Bond movie and then they came in and were like, but what if we killed everyone, Inspector. And then, what if we also killed Blofeld? Ooh, and then Felix Leiter. Wait a second. Let's not stop there. What if we kill
1: fucking James Bond? <laughs> that is a great question. <laughs> I know, um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge was brought in late, yeah. and I think that was Daniel Craig's idea. Okay. Um, which is very interesting and awesome. Yeah. Is she the first
0: female writer on a James Bond movie? I believe so. I mean, that's embarrassing, you know? I think (laughs) we're on number 25.
1: You think? Jesus. Uh,
0: The James Bond writer's room is just the He-Man woman haters club. (laughs) (laughs) No girls allowed, guys. Get out of here. Bring us more Doritos, mom. (laughs) Doritos and Mountain Dew.
1: So I'm like, then you're reading my journal <laughs> <laughs> That's how um, I write I had, Oh, what do you think of the theme song By Billie Eilish I like it when I'm I When I'm listening to it I like it and then I forget about it Like I couldn't It's a little sleepy Yeah, I couldn't sing it or hum it to you If okay. I tried right now So it, it goes in one ear, not the other But again, like in the moment, it's fine I like it. Is, it. is it Chris Cornell? No, guys, it's not. But there's only one Chris Cornell. It's not my
0: least favorite of the Craig run. But would that be probably, Sam it would Smith? be Sam Smith doing Spectre. Mm-hmm. Which, Sam? what is the name of the song?
1: It's not Spectre. No. Um, <laughs> I didn't know this. Uh, uh, What's your favorite of the Craig? Oh, Skyfall? Yes, yeah, Skyfall. Skyfall. Come on, Skane. all right, all come on. But is. I even like another way to there.
0: die. We've talked about this before, have, but yes. I'm an I'm an another way to die fan. Uh, that would probably yep. be my second favorite, okay. and then Cornell, and then this. Mm-hmm. Am I leaving one out? No. Oh, Casino Royale. No, that's, yeah, that's Cornell. Duh, duh, duh. Um, what is the Sam Smith song? All
1: right, talk about something. I'll, I'll look up. it up. Oh God! Oh God! Uh, so, <laughs> Midnight in the Switchgrass I will never forget that title now don't, I should hope not Don't make a joke if you don't know It's like to say when you're a lawyer Like, don't ask a question you don't know the answer to well, in podcasting, don't make a joke if you don't know All the elements, like the entire title of Midnight in the Switchgrass Writings on the wall No, there you go how do we miss it? <laughs> did you know that they they
0: shit-canned a Radiohead song for that? I did know that. That Which... I mean, they were doomed from <laughs> the start. <laughs> a I can't imagine like a Radiohead song in that movie, like the movie that they came up with. Right. It would have had to have been a much cooler James Bond movie. <laughs> like I could see a Radiohead song for this movie. Yeah. Because yeah. I think that's the Carrie Fukunaga energy. Yeah, I agree. Spectre has Sam Mendes energy. Yeah. And Sam Mendes, you know, I, blew it with Kate Winslet. So I just, let's be honest about who Sam <laughs> Mendes is. That's true.
1: <laughs> I just heard, I don't know if it was on the screen drafts. Did you listen to the screen drafts? Bond the Bond podcast? one? No, yeah. I
0: didn't have six hours to, to kill. Oh, my
1: God. it It is super long to quote Game of I was Thrones, afraid guys. it was going to make
0: me too upset. Chaos
1: is a ladder. Yeah. Um. Yeah, It's wild. But I wanna say it was on there that Phil Nobile said and I didn't know this that Sam Mendes didn't want to come back for Spectre. He like put everything he had in mm. to Skyfall that was a, that was everything he wanted <laughs> to say. And that um I think it was Daniel Craig wanted him back and he and uh a decision he
0: would live to regret.
1: Yeah. And that um again, I think it was Phil who said like you just you know it you know, uh Director doesn't want to maybe doesn't want to repeat himself, so didn't want to give Skyfall two and yeah, uh, yeah, whatever. My point is, like Specter rank right. near the bottom on the screen draft. Uh yeah, I think that that is the they were doing the bottom half. Yes, yes they were doing okay. the bottom half. So yes, I believe Specter made the bottom half. Yes. Okay, yeah, maybe that's how they were. I would assume even that's how it came it, up. Yeah. yeah, don't assume anything else about that episode. Oh no because it's yeah. I'll
0: have to ask you off Mike. It's it's what, chaos.
1: It's fun. Uh if you say so. <laughs> <laughs> Just it's no canon draft. No. So
0: I but listen. The canon draft was something, but it uh, was
1: but no, it's good. It's fun. Let's not kid
0: ourselves. I have not been asked back. <laughs> so <laughs> the canon draft <laughs> couldn't have been that good. Oh, you will. You think I don't? <laughs> <laughs>
1: You were great on this.
0: Thanks, thank you. Sure. Uh, what else do you want to talk about with No Time to Die?
1: Um, when we talked about the ranks. We talked about the song, kind of. Were uh, you happy to see the car come back? Yeah, yeah, of course. It gets its
0: I'm own really... little right moment. I thought that was kind of nice. Right. I'm um, surprised they didn't, you know, smash it with sledgehammers or something. Just <laughs> set it on fire and.
1: Like, uh, cut the gas line. And- did I, I'm sure I've told you a million times, but this just popped into my head when you said that was I, when I was at the John Carpenter Q and A about the guy who, who, the Adrian Barbeau question. Oh no, I know. I talked <laughs> about that one, but this guy stood up and said, uh, is it true? You know, I heard you really like you didn't, you know, had a poor, a bad time making Christine. You hated that car and you destroyed the car when it was over. And John Carpenter was like, no, no, actually, I I love that car. I had a good time. And the guy was like, no, no, but I read that you. <laughs> Carpenter's like, no. I-. Anyway. Um- <laughs> that, that Q&A, guys.
0: Oh, was that the same one? Yeah, same oh, one, yes. Jesus. It was amazing. For those of you who maybe haven't heard the story before, a guy stood up and asked him why. What was, I really like Adrian Barbeau. Why couldn't you guys? You said it my work?
1: wife really wants to know oh. why <laughs> you wife Ad- under the yes, bus. Why you and Adrian Barbeau split up? <laughs> and Carpenter handled it so well because I think we all in the audience like gasped and we're oh, like, "What? Yeah." The-. He he could not have handled it okay better. It was just like I, you know, I just you know things happen. Yeah, we're still right. very close. We right. he's like, I, in fact, I just talked to her earlier. Like he handled it wonderfully, but. That was that's the worst
0: Q&A question I've ever heard. It's bad. Yeah.
1: Well, what was the wasn't like the 31? I missed the 31 panel,
0: wasn't No, it was a, it was a fucking shit show. Uh not Heather's fault. Oh, no, no, just No, there was definitely a guy in the audience who was kept monopolizing the the Q&A and was asking some about the rape scene yeah, and right, in it in really, the Rain yeah. like in front of his kid. He had his kid with him and said, like, I have a question about the rape scene in Singing in the Rain. And I think as soon as he got that far, Malcolm McDowell shut him down. Yeah, good good on you, Malcolm. But Malcolm McDowell was running that show, and it was bananas. Okay. <laughs> it was a, it was an uncomfortable panel, to say yeah, the least. Yeah, sure. Yikes.
1: Um, yeah. But, sorry, I totally sidetracked No, you're fine. With my you're Christine
0: fine. antidote. <laughs> well, listen, I read that
1: he hated it. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, but I read.
0: <laughs> so they didn't destroy the car, so the car makes it out alive. Mm-hmm. Good for the car. It's the only thing that makes it out of this fucking movie alive. I'm really curious. I want to revisit, come back to you and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I may neither. completely change. Like after seeing it a second time, I don't, I don't dislike it. No, I'm, I'm just, just, I'm like I'm struggling to talk I like with, it. with it. I get it. Because there's part of me that's, like, exactly like what you said. Like, yes, it makes sense. Why not do it? It's 25 movies. Like, we could do whatever we want. They're still going to make another one, you know. Um, But then there's part of me that's like, oh, but the James Bond movies that I love have X, Y, and Z. And this isn't giving me what I love. And then I'm like, but that's you being a child. That's... <laughs> that's a child's attitude towards movies. (laughs) Like maybe it's giving you something that you need instead of something you think you want. Right. And maybe you should be happy with that. And, you know, because just giving us what we want has led to
1: what movies have become today. Do you think you would have been satisfied had it ended with the, you know, Bond and Madeline and their daughter driving off? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I'm not saying I wouldn't, because I don't want, again, I don't because want Because I think even that's taken a swing. I think even tonight.
0: that's a risk. Yeah, that is true. To say, like, James Bond becomes a family man and drives off into the sunset. Because when they introduced that he has a daughter, I was like, oh, wow, taking some chances with the James Bond character. Yep. Okay, way on you. Good on you, Carrie Fukunaga. Um, but obviously that's not the direction that they went. Um, I would have been fine with it. And again, do they have to kill him, like, because Daniel Craig doesn't want to come back? No,
1: they don't. I know they don't. Yeah. They don't. If if it didn't, if it didn't, if I didn't think it made sense, I might feel the way you do. But to me, and it, it does it make sense. It made
0: and even sense. if they left it a little bit more like the Inception top, where I'm just like, well, he could have gotten away. Yeah, right. Like, right. I, maybe I'd be happier with it. But like, no, they for sure let you know <laughs> that he got blown up. Like, there's no question. <laughs> there's not like, he could have survived that. And like, no, he didn't. James Bond is just dead. I promise you somewhere on the internet. Deal with s- it. Somewhere saying he might have survived it. <laughs> that's that's even sadder than me. <laughs> True. <laughs> Don't be so quick to agree
1: <laughs> that it's sadder than you <laughs> I feel like that's supportive. Uh, but I, so I liked it okay. quite a bit. Yeah. And look forward to seeing it again. Honestly, yeah. you can find it now, very, apparently. yes. <laughs> and again, did you feel the two hours and 45 minutes? I mean, that's very long. I know not, that's very not, long, not but, really. I mean, right? for a movie that's that long,
0: I I, I didn't. I mean, Honestly, when we get into that last act in the big secret compound, there's part of me that always starts to feel the length because those sequences always just kind of play out the same way. And part of me is like, we're just dragging our feet towards the inevitable showdown. Let's just get to the showdown. Um so, if the movie had been, you know, two hours and ten minutes, I probably would have felt it a little bit at that point in the movie. Right. But, no, for the most part, I don't think I felt the length.
1: How about the new 007? How do I feel yeah, about which, her? Yeah.
0: I liked her as a character. Um, Nomi. Yeah, what is, what is her name? Nomi, N-O-M-I. Okay. Um yeah I liked again i liked expanding m i six a little bit I liked having a jinx on board for the mission. I liked that she challenged james Bond i liked it's like she's the young version
1: she's like the she's not bitter yet she's right. not um
0: and they are setting up that like james Bond there can be another double o seven
1: like I, yeah i i- re- i like that line where she she says i'm double o seven and then she says like you thought they would have retired that number after right you left. That's great. Um, I don't
0: subscribe to this idea, though, that James Bond is a code name. Do you know this theory that, like, every James Bond has been a different guy, and that James Bond is doing? just the code name that the guy uses? What are we doing? Right?
1: No, it's
0: like a way of explaining away.
1: We don't casting that. changes. <laughs> don't need- guys. The movies have been around since the sixties. <laughs> 60- we don't need to explain. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we need so, to
0: explain that? It's the internet was a bad idea yeah
1: he's yeah he's from gallifrey
0: (laughs) and regenerate yeah yeah Uh, still not ginger happens to you know like the same drink every time no matter who it is (laughs) if you use the codename james bond you have to drink the martini shake and not stirred you have to drive this car Mm -hmm. you gotta fuck (laughs) (laughs) uh do you have any suggestions for a new james bond because now, now we got to now we got to replace Daniel Craig. We're at that point. Oh, I thought you meant like for the next Bond episode that you and I do. Oh, yeah, we could do, do that too. Uh at <laughs> we the could end. That too. We could do that <laughs> too. We could do that too. We do that too? I'm <laughs> tired. <laughs> okay, we do that too. <laughs> um
1: um who no, do you no, think who, should
0: play the new James Bond? Uh
1: I don't know. I don't know. Who you my, think play? <laughs> I think. Um <laughs> he do that too? <laughs> Off the top of my
0: head. Yeah. I have no suggestions by the way, so don't okay, throw I'm, this
1: back to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh I'm gonna say my King in the North uh. <laughs> the star of your most anticipated movie, The Eternals uh Richard Madden are you kidding me no what what is wrong with that? oh that guy
0: bring bores it. the shit out of me oh i I am not a fan
1: <laughs> first of all we're gonna bring back a Scottish bond yeah he he looks the part does he yeah he's, yeah guy's gorgeous I don't think so oh my god what 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 is what are we doing
2: <laughs> I do does not it? find him
1: attractive at all. Okay, but anyway, (laughs) you you put me on the spot. I had to come up with a name. I'm not saying it's the best answer, but uh, he's part of the reason I'm dreading Eternals. Really? Yes.
0: There's Um, a lot of reasons I'm dreading Eternals, but he's one of them (laughs) because if he was an actor that I really liked or jived with in some way, I would be more on board to be like, okay, there's something compelling me to this movie. Okay. I don't know who, if it was Mickey Rourke or some shit, you know. (laughs) Uh, Where is my
1: Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm going to stick with that answer right now. Okay. i think of something else, but. uh, All right, what's his name? Richard
0: Madden? Right? Sure. King of the North. Okay. King of the North. Um and what do you think our next uh bond cast should be? That I don't know. And uh, um how soon should we do it because oh, I feel we, like we did do one of these over quarantine, right? I don't know that we did. I feel like we did Quantum Masalas over quarantine. Was it over quarant We did Quantum Masalas. Okay. I think that was over quarantine. Oh wow, okay. I think that was a Skype show.
1: Um I'll look it up while you I do don't know. know when people are like tell me what we did. They're we so sick of me. Maybe- are people sick of you? Mm-hmm. They are absolutely not sick of you. Um, I feel like we haven't done a more in a while. All right, Spy or Love Me. Okay, perhaps I like it. I like where your head's at, right? Because we haven't done. That I one. wonder how often we've
0: actually done like. Because at the end of every Bond episode, no. we're like, "What should we do next?" Right. And we always pick one. I wonder how often we've actually done <laughs> that know. show. I actually August fifth, twenty twenty, was Quantum oh, Sal. Right. So that was a quarantine show. Who knew?
1: Yeah, I actually would love to see a list of the Bond shows we have done. Okay. Because I, I don't know Dr. No. We did Dr. No, right? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. thinking like... like Living well, Daylights, obviously.
0: Yeah, obviously. Which I, I think I've just come to terms with the fact that that's my favorite Bond movie. Really? For a long time, it was on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Then I was like, maybe it's from Russia with Love, but if I go over to the shelf right now and I'm going to pull one off the shelf, it's probably Living Daylights. Okay. Whatever. You know? Yeah. It's my Richard Matt. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Jessica. <laughs> Sorry, what are you or? doing in my swamp queue? <laughs> I wish I could do that accent. I, do you think I can? <laughs> it's <laughs> it's better like than stopping I can. me. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, so yeah, Spy Who Love Me, we do that too. Yeah, we do that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I like it. That's it. Yep, that's our show.
1: Yeah. No Thanks time to listen. die. Everybody Go see no it.
0: time to die. Rent it. See it. If you've listened to this point, you shouldn't have because we spoiled everything. Yeah. And we're sorry. We are. But it's really good. It is really good. Uh do you see it surpassing Skyfall
1: or Casino Royale at any point? That I don't know. Um again, I gotta see Skyfall. I'm anxious to see that again I, do, I don't know that it would surpass those two because I, I feel like I can I feel like I know Skyfall is a better movie than Casino Royale but Casino Royale is like there's a lot of people who really don't like Skyfall oh that's that I, I'm not one of them I love Skyfall me, I, me I, too. I I feel like Casino Royale is like the movie it's just like that just, that movie just means a lot to me so I so I feel like that in in, in some ways will always hold the number one spot because sure. I have like very yeah, yeah, yeah. Personal reasons, makes sense. Um, but yeah, no, I don't number know. Number one
0: spot of all of them, or number one spot of the Craig movies?
1: Definitely the Craig movie of all of it, because I feel like that's my favorite. That's your favorite Bond. Movie. That's my favorite Bond movie. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't, I don't know, but it's, I mean, for sure, top three. Okay. Maybe, maybe two. Yeah, but no, it's. I think it's really good. All right, I think they stick the landing. Yeah, they did. They did, and and.
0: They made the right choice of director. They made the right choice. Yeah. So, and proved that he could handle like this huge blockbuster yes. billion dollar movie. Um, yeah, and make great. it interesting. It does look great. Uh, and do something different with it. And that's to be commended, even if I'm still struggling with some of what they did. Totally. Um, anyway, thank you guys for listening. This was super fun. Uh, as always, go to afterthismovie.com every day for more content. Like and subscribe uh, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Rate and review us if you haven't yet and you're a fan of the show. It always helps. Do that too. Do that too. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at FThisMovie. And you can email us, show suggestions or feedback at FThisMoviePodcast at gmail.com. Thank you again, Mike. Thank you, everybody.